We're live. So, it's the first episode of Reading Between the Wines. Classy name. Classy wine. Not box. Don't worry about it. No. It's totally not the cheapest thing that we could find. I mean, if you go any more expensive than, like, I mean, is it really a book club? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's fancy stuff, then it's really just, um, fancy wine? Reading between the fancy wine. There you go. That's the upgraded version. That's the upgraded yeah. version. Uh, Patreon version. <laughs> I like how you weren't shitting that you guys say stuff at the same exact time. Because right when I was done with that, you both just like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it's no going to happen a lot. I'm just not, I'm going to apologize just now. It gets like more and more once we get drunk because we like, we'll kind of like slowly just be like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> But uh, tonight's book, Crazy Rich Asians, I didn't read or watch the movie, sadly. Now, we have one person who definitely has, one person that was like 99% done, and then we got two people who are really, uh, really killing it. I have a synopsis. <laughs> I was going to read it. I did read the overview of them telling me that they were rich Asians and... They're the, rich. Yeah. And the one didn't deserve her, like, the family didn't want her, and then, yeah. Sounded really good. So why don't you, Holly, well, yeah, Holly, Cassidy, Bella. Yes, so with Crazy Rich Asians, it's about a girl named Rachel Chu, who has a boyfriend, Nick Young. They, um, Nick Young's best friend, Colin, gets married, and they're going to travel to Singapore to join in on the wedding festivities. And when they get there, um... Nick Young's mom, Eleanor, is not approving of her. And that kind of where the story then goes on. So not improving, or not approving as in, like, doesn't fit what she thinks her son deserves? Yeah, doesn't want her as a future, like, daughter-in-law, essentially. Because at first they think that, they kind of, since they're super rich, they expect mm -hmm. him to also marry, marry, like, an heiress or something like that, someone who's also really rich. Yeah. But... At first, they think she's like Rachel Chu of like something plastics company or something yeah. like that. So they're like, all right, like I've heard some things that about them. That's like all right, but also. And then they find out that she's like from mainland China and stuff like that. And, and they're just like. Goes to America. Yeah, just some yeah. American born. Just a normal family. Normal, yeah. Normal person. Normal yeah. person. And so they're like, what? Unacceptable. Like, child of, like, a single mother and stuff like that. And they're like, excuse me? How yeah. dare you bring what? this garbage? Basically. <laughs> so is it, is it a book that's kind of, like, is it more a romantic thing? Or is it more, like, showing you... I'd say it's a drama. A drama? Yeah, because um, I was thinking we'll talk about, like, the movie and the book differences. And I felt like the movie was more of, like, a romantic comedy. And the book was more of, like, drama. Like... Sabotage, like a soap opera. Okay. There's also no resolution in the book. Like oh, at the end yeah. of the movie, like you see, you know, endings to what you've been like waiting for in mm -hmm. in, in the whole story. And in the book, that doesn't happen. Like yeah. everything is just open left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, from what I was looking up, there's three books, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a trilogy. So it's probably following like the next book that they'll kind of like 
piece more things together that they probably put in the movie. I think they kind of like fast tracked it. That's what mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Okay. To get that resolution because I feel like people would be pissed off if there was no resolution in the movie because yeah. it's not well known that there's going to be more. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, I think with this book too, it was like it was a really big deal. Like it was an all Asian cast. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think they kind of gave it a resolution because they weren't positive on like how good it did. And I think that's why it kind of shocked some people that like it did amazing like it did so good in the box offices it won so many awards and like especially like the fact that it's an all-asian cast it's like it's pretty remarkable oh absolutely Mm -hmm. it's like a big step it is a big step and it from all the ratings online like i think it has a 91 on rotten tomato yeah has like a 4.5 out of 5 on like some of the other big websites so i mean it's definitely a movie that i think deserves a sequel, even not seeing it, just from what people were saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I get what you're saying. When you make a movie, right, you kind of have to give people a resolution. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. in case if things get, like, cut off or, yeah. like, something happens where you're not able to. Because anyone can write a book, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. uh, you know, the author could keep writing books. Yeah. you got to have a lot of money to do a movie, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, they might yeah. not. Who knows if they were going in thinking, like, well, we'll make this much money for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, yeah. they had. I don't know much about the cast besides, obviously, the guy from the hangover yeah he i don't know if he's a really like a considered an a-list actor now but you know, yeah. the more actors you get the more expensive it gets well mm-hmm. it's crazy too the guy from um i cannot think of his name but the guy from the hangover is actually a doctor like, yeah in real full, life like full-blown medical doctor and mm-hmm. then he got on the side started doing stand-up and then he got the I'm hangover kidding. and now he's in crazy rich asians yeah but i know there's I don't know much of them. I just know, like, the two, like, like I guess some of the bigger ones is the main chick that plays Rachel Chu. She's in Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, yeah. So she's, like... Oh, she, she plays like, the mom, right? She plays yeah. the mom on Fresh Off the Boat, mm-hmm. which is funny watching Crazy Rich Asians and then watching that show, and I'm like, who are these people? Yeah, they're <laughs> they're completely so different. different characters. And then my all-time favorite, Aquafina, <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> if you haven't listened to her rap songs, I would. Aquafina? Aquafina. The rapper? Okay. She's a rapper. I'm she about plays, it. like, the best friend. So like, yeah. and the, uh, Her character is Peek Lin, and yeah. she's, like, Rachel's best friend from college that mm-hmm. lives in Singapore as well so when she like goes to visit and stuff and they go for the summer mm-hmm. um she's like oh well I'll be able to like you know catch up with my college friend and all that stuff mm-hmm. she's been trying to get me to come and see her for a while and so she plays that who's also super rich but she's not crazy rich okay okay yeah, yeah. super so what is do they explain either in the book or the movie what crazy rich really is like are we talking I billions think, or oh like billions with like billions private like owning parts of China essentially. Oh. Like billions with a Z. Damn. Yes. That's that's how billions. Crazy <laughs> yeah, you know that's <laughs> yeah. when the Z's on there you know you mean business. Oh, yeah. 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 Business. Yes. <laughs> so usually with books, at least in my experience, it's obviously a lot more detailed mm-hmm. than the movie. So would you say that the book is a lot better? Or would you say watching the movie will suffice? With this one, can I finish the book? And Cass got pretty close to it. Um, Mm. I think up until, like, so when it starts, you're, like, she's, like, in New York. They go to Singapore. Um, I think if you were, I wouldn't say if you're going to write a book report on it, just watch the movie. Because there's subtle differences in it that it will, like, make you notice that you didn't read the book. But honestly, I think the movie was just as good. 
if not like equal to the book. Yeah. And that's hard for me to say because I normally like the book better, but I thought this one was pretty, pretty similar wow. enough that I thought it did it real like a lot of justice. I feel like they added a lot of like they kind of like sprinkled in more humor into the movie kind of to like make it yeah give it more of a broad audience you know mm -hmm. and i really like that kind of they gave um like her friend and all of that they gave her some more appearances Comical, like, relief yeah yeah and different stuff like that they also what they did that i wasn't a super big fan of because they mushed this character together basically mm -hmm. so they have this one character who's like in the in the book there's going to be like a family line mm -hmm. and so you can read it there's a lot of people in it who are all connected and all that stuff and so it's really hard to follow but also it kind of gives you an insight to like how close knit all of these like rich families are and how mm -hmm. they know each other and how like they're you know the elite right. sort of people and all of that stuff and so they have this cousin his name is Alistair and in the movie they show him as kind of like this asshole who's just kind of like you know, he's kind of like this douche who has a lot of money, and he's like, what's mm -hmm. up? <laughs> and he has this girl on his arm. Her name is, like, Kitty. Oh, yeah, of and course. And everybody hates her. And she's <laughs> like, you know, like, lots of plastic surgery. She's, like, the soap opera actress mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And that's all they really show in there. And then they also show that she's kind of, like, gold digging and whatnot. And mm -hmm. so she's, like, going after him for his money. But then in the book, he's actually not. He's someone who likes to work for his own money. Make and, a really nice guy. Yeah, he's actually a really nice guy, and he's just kind of actually into her, and he works on movies to make his own money. He doesn't take any money from his parents or any of that stuff. Okay. Because he's more of, like, um, he comes from a rich family, so that's how he's associated with them. And then they kind of mushed him with this other cousin who is then the actual douchebag who is just kind of like... Oh, let's do all these drugs and like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Bolts and hoes. Literally, yeah. he's like, Whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> So they kind of, I guess, kind of to save time, they mushed them together and were like, oh, he's actually, because doesn't Kitty end up with the guy? That throws up, like, the, that's the tool that's like, boats and drugs and yeah. hoes and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. So, in the end, they do. I think it's funny, though, because in the movie, they don't address this, but in the book, they do, but Kitty's a porn star. Oh. She was an ex-porn star because porn someone like him, like, they're like, we saw your movie. And she's like, that wasn't me. It's crazy how they got someone to look so much like me. And they're like, yeah, completely identical. <laughs> Same person. That was pretty good. I think it's so funny. Um, in the book, she's like, so you can, it shows kind of like her inner thoughts as well to show that she's like a gold digger. So she's like, oh, is that your grandma? And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, who she's talking to? And he's like, oh, I think that's, like, the princess of, like, so-and-so. And she's like, we need to go meet them right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they go to meet them, and she's being totally, like, not respectful in any way, especially just kind of, like, in their culture and whatnot. And so everyone's like, oh, my gosh. But then the princess of, you know, so-and-so is like, are you in this one show? And she's like, I am. And she's like, I love that show. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. And everyone's just like, what is going on? <laughs> and she, like, even gives her, like, one of her... She's like, oh, yeah, we're engaged. And she's like, oh, wedding present. Takes off this giant ring, gives it to her. And she's like, oh, oh, congratulations. Geez. And everyone's just like, oh, my oh, gosh. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, and she's like, I want him to buy me one just like this. <laughs> yeah. So with a lot of books, too, like, maybe this book might be different. Was there characters that, like, you guys could relate to? 
Because mm-hmm. it seems like kind of hard with a cat, like a cast where like most people are crazy rich and yeah, you know, especially that level. Like even if you have like a rich family around here, you're not you're not like crazy Asian rich. Yeah, you yeah. Don't have the billions. Yeah. yeah. I think there's some parts where you can relate to characters like um, Rachel at one point leaves because of the way that she's being treated, mm-hmm. and I think for women who stand up for themselves that's like a thing mm-hmm. you know if you like taking care of yourself in your own relationship i think that's really relatable but otherwise most of the characters are pretty out there outlandish yeah, yeah. they're all very a lot of them are very selfish in a way mm-hmm. i yeah. guess like um there's this one who's that one character who, he's like the husband of like this family and all he cares about is showing off his wealth. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. That's um Nick, who's the boyfriend of Rachel Chu in the book. Eddie is the cousin and the brother of Astrid. Or they're just the cousin of Astrid and Nick. Because in the beginning of the book when the most like like badass part of the book is the very beginning with um, Eleanor. So, um, but we'll go back to that. But Eddie, he's the one that's like like money 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 like buys the best suits like goes to colin's weddings just to like show himself up makes Mm -hmm. his wife and kids dress up and like all that stuff but also is like an awful human being at the same time like almost beats his kid because his kid like draw like was drinking a soda and spilt it on his nice suit it's like he's seven right and you want to hit him for it like flying but All it right. is thinking not more of like I'm mad because you did the suit. I'm mad because now I can't wear this to the wedding and look good, mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like, he definitely shows face. Like that's his yeah. main priority. He doesn't yeah. care about anything except money. Yeah. Do so, they dive into that character? Because I'm curious. Because usually with characters like that, especially in real life too, mm-hmm. they usually have a lot of insecurities. Yeah, they didn't in this one. I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the second one they did, because like um, because. With the, I mean, I just assume because since they left so many things open in the book, I assume they'll probably go back to, like, the family, especially since, because at the ending of the book, Rachel and Nick don't get married, but they do get, um, like, they get back they together. Reconcile. They reconcile, but they don't get married, or they're not engaged, but okay. they reconcile. So I'd assume she's going to go back and, like, show that she can handle it. So before you tell me this the best part of the start uh, give me like a brief like so it sounds like they were together they went met the family the family said fuck you you're poor get out of here peon mm. and then they work out their differences and she kind of makes her way in uh, so what was the deciding factor for them to like not like just get married in the movie like was there oh like what like made her like be like, like no i can make back. it work with you yeah i think because um because what broke him up in the first place was Eleanor or Eleanor Nick's mom like pri- like hires a private investigator and finds all this like past stuff about her that she didn't know was true and her mom like lied to her about and so when like she found that out she's like you know what Nick I've tried with your family but this is too much like mm. hiring private investigators and telling me the truth about my family when my mom never did little yeah. much yeah. so um, I think what like made them come together it's kind of the same reason like in the movie they came back together is because she wanted to meet her real dad and nick literally flew out her mom so that she can like the mom can explain that's not his her real dad it's like a different guy i'll mm-hmm. like, explain it to her and i think 
Nick, like, showing that, Rick, he cares for Rachel. Like, even if he can't, like, be with her, hang out with her. Right. He'll, like, still, like, help her. Like, bring her mm-hmm. mom in, like, a rough, t- like, patch in her life. I think that's, like, when she realized that she loved Nick, no matter how much his family's crazy. I like that. Because that, for me, especially reading books, I hate when there's, it's, like, the cliche thing, right? Where it's like, oh, well, they're not going to work out because they have this differences. And then, poof, they just, like, meet again. And they're like, oh, my God, you are so dreamy. Look at you. And then they just work out. So I like that there's actually something that really pushes her away. And then there is actually a whole entire scenario where it brings her back in. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like it's in books, especially romantic books, where they're like, they're so different. They'll never work. Mm-hmm. And then they somehow make it work. It's like, most of the time, that's not real. Yeah. But in this book, they're really good as a couple. It was just his family that, like, pushed her yeah. away. But then she, like, put aside her differences because she knows how much she loves him. Which I feel like is more realistic. Right. Than Absolutely. Than being different. Because they're pretty good together yeah, in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. they like the same things. Like, I, well, I don't know. Like, they don't get really into the nitty-gritty of their relationship. But they make a good pair. Right, like, right. They're both professors and all this stuff. That's how they met, where they... They're both, what is it? UFC or something? I think UFC. They're in New York, so a college in New York. Yeah, some college Somewhere in New York there. or something like that. Something like a nice college. And that's how they met was through, like, so she didn't even, the thing is that she didn't even know that he was rich until she got there, and she was like, oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, oh, yeah, ha we're rich. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we'll be fine, though. It's okay. It's whatever. And by then the way, she gets I own like, China. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And she gets, like, bombarded by all of, like, everything everything and they're all like oh this gold digging person like they all think that she's like after him for money but mm-hmm. she's like i had no idea so oh, go ahead sorry I, I would just say that with that being said i think that a lot of the issues that arised could have been avoided if he had just let her know ahead of time yeah exactly. that, like he right. had money yeah. like if you have okay like there's one thing when you like have money and there's another thing when you're a billionaire's you know? Yeah. Because. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, obviously, she could have gone into it knowing that she was going to be scrutinized heavily for yeah. dating this person when she didn't have yeah. money, money. Exactly. You know? I feel like. I mean, yeah. the private investigator stuff, that's a little out of the realm of what maybe she could have been expecting, but yeah. she could have maybe been, like, understanding more of the situation if she had mm-hmm. had time to prepare herself. Exactly. Before going in and being like, yeah, I know that yeah. you probably think that I'm dating him for his money, but... Yeah, like, kind of figure out ways to make them not see her as a gold digger. Right. Because when Mm -hmm. they see somebody who's, like, doesn't come from any money, marrying someone, or not marrying, but, like, with somebody who has a lot of money, they're, like, obviously they're in it for the money, not because they like each other. I can see, I can see from, like, his perspective, though, like, why he wouldn't tell her that, but I feel Mm -hmm. like, given the fact that they were going to visit them, that yeah. it should have at least been mentioned. Yeah. 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 Except except not on the plane. And then not proven when they land. And then she's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, probably, like, a week. Like, if she had, like, you know, a few weeks or so yeah. to, to prep. Yeah. To, to plan her. Do some research. Yeah. yeah. yeah Google exactly. them. Figure out how much there's, there's really there. Yeah. Something. I mean, that's what I would do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. People would do no, that. Like, I would yeah. try, try to figure out how much they have. Well, but... <laughs> Not because I'm a gold digger, but because I just want to know. Well, that was what was crazy in the book instead of the movie is no one knew who Nick Young was. Like, in the movie, um, Aquafina's character, like, the best friend, 
she was like Nick Young. Oh my God, you're dating the Nick Young in the mo- in the book. She was like Nick Young. Who he? Who is he? <laughs> and then, who that? Who that? Who that? Who is Nick? Young? And then they like <laughs> drop him off at the grandma's house, which is like literally like guarded by like military. Oh jeez. Like yeah. that. She's like she's like. Who is Nick Young? Who like, is no this? one knows who they are. And like even Astrid the cousin, who's also like a big character in the book, um, she like they the parents pay so that at events they don't take they take pictures of her, but they're not allowed to publish them. Mm. And if they do, it's like a big fine. Yeah. So they're like none of them are like in the news. So I mean, I assume it'd probably be hard for her to like search Google him, but at the same time, it's weird them. that the movie makes it seem like he's a big like big family but like in the book no one knows who they are unless you're the really really rich and right. elite mm-hmm. can we talk about Astrid for a minute because I feel like what happened to her is crazy <sighs> oh my god yeah yes. no seriously Astrid is his cousin and like basically like his best friend in a way and so she yeah. also knows Rachel and so she yeah. was the one who was like trying to convince him to be like, you should probably tell her Before to prepare her because if she has no idea, this is going to be a shock. And he's like, oh, she'll be fine. It's whatever. <laughs> he obviously didn't expect what was going to happen. And mm-hmm. she, so basically, she was going to marry this one guy. Is it Charlie or Charles? Charlie. 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 This Charlie one Blue. guy. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Um, she was going to marry this one guy when she was younger and all of that. Yeah. And then there was this whole thing of, like, her family not approving, and so she dropped him. Well, not approving and also, like, I had it right here. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was. Not approving, but also, like, he wasn't what she wanted. Like, they weren't they, they were compatible. compatible. Like, the they were um, almost, like, too young. Like, they probably could have made it work if they weren't so young mm. when they yeah. met, when they, like, started dating and stuff. I think that was the issue, because I think, I don't even remember what he did. He did something, it made her mad, she just vanished. Well, she threw a Wendy's Frosty at him. Yeah, specific. <laughs> I think that was the last picture she was taken that was actually publicit, like, publicized. Publicized, Before, like, her parents were like, no more pictures of my daughter being, like, the public eye. And, yeah, but Charlie, which no one talks about in the whole movie mm-hmm. until, like, the end, but, like, almost, like, one third of the way through, we like know who Charlie is and know the whole history. Right. But yeah, Astrid's story, I feel like that could be like a whole different movie because it's wow. so crazy. I think it is. I think that's what they're going to have the second movie as I think is Astrid so. because she basically ends up marrying this military guy who kind of mm-hmm. is, he starts up his own tech company. And yeah. so he starts working a lot and all that stuff. And he doesn't come from a rich family. He comes from no money. And so he's very uncomfortable with her whole lifestyle. And mm-hmm. she's very, like, she's very down to earth and low key, but she still, like, uses her money. Right. And she's yeah. kind of, like, somewhat of a fashion icon in that elite group. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks she's amazing and beautiful. And she, like, buys all these expensive things. And they have this son, Cassian. And they just never really see each other all the time. And so one night, um,. He gets back from, like, a business trip or something. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they see, she sees a text that she thought was her phone, but it wasn't. And it was like, miss you inside me or something oh. sexual. She was like. Wait a minute. This? Like, she was like, who is this? Ha, ha, ha. Wait, this is my husband's phone. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And so she started freaking out. And she put it back. She checked it. It was deleted the next day. Mm. And she was like, huh. And then she just kind of, like, keeps trying to 
she doesn't say anything because she's like, well, maybe it was like, you know, it could have been anybody. Um, but then different things start kind of like correlating that he's having an affair. And like she goes to her favorite jewelry place and the person that she's friends with is like, oh, did you like the, like the charm bracelet he bought you? And she's like, I never got a charm bracelet what and then she sees like receipts from like this dinner place that was like basically for two like the price of two and just different stuff like that and then this one guy like a family member that she was talking to she's like oh yeah he's in business for so and so and he's like oh i literally just saw him in hong kong with like this little boy i don't know who that was or something and she was like oh yeah haha and then she's like Oh, my Damn, gosh. Damn, we need the tea out for this oh one. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And so then she starts kind of freaking out, and then eventually she goes and confronts him and is like, are you having an affair? Like, what are you doing? And it's after she gets in it, basically, she's like, con- like it's just overwhelming her. And so she takes her son, and she's like, all right, we're going to go home to see if he's home. And they get in a car accident because it's mm-hmm. dark, and it's, like, rainy, and she's just like, that's all she can think about. Mm-hmm. So they get in a car accident. And then they're fine, but when they get home, she basically, like, has everything, everybody, like, leave, and, like, has, like, the maids go and take Cassie into play and whatnot, and then she's like, all right, sit down, and she was like, are you having an affair? And basically, he was like, you got me, I'm out of here, bye, Oh, and literally just left, Mm -hmm. just left her, and she was like- And they had a son together? Yeah, they even had a son together, and she was like, he didn't answer any of her questions, because all she wanted, she was like, tell me what has been going on, I just want you to be honest, because, like- everybody here has affairs has mistresses i want us to work through this i don't want to be a divorcee mm-hmm. and all that stuff and literally he's like no i don't want i'm not happy i don't want to work this out bye and he packs that night and leaves and she's like just what just happened and so then she meets when they go like kind of like the last wedding thing she sees charlie the guy from who she used to be engaged to and all that stuff and then i he has like a wife and two daughters i think or something like that yeah two kids yeah and he's like oh yeah my wife wasn't invited <laughs> and she's like yeah my husband's on a business trip and then eventually they hang out a little more and he was like okay i was lying uh me and my wife have been separated for two years and <laughs> <laughs> like they're not divorced yeah. but, they, but just, they don't live together yeah, they've been right. separated yeah. and she's like oh well i mean i was also lying my husband is in hong kong with his mistress right now and Jesus. he was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I think they might have a kid together and stuff. And he was like, well, don't you want to find out? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, let's go find out. <laughs> he was like, I have a private plane. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy rich. Yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. rich. And then you should probably explain the last bit, because that's as far as I well, got. Well, hold really. on. So that whole story is it's just a side story? Yeah, it's a side story. Happening. It's, it's not even like the main... It's, it's just like a side thing. It's yeah. just like there's yeah, just like it's just on. something happening. Yeah, like, while crazy. they're trying to figure out like yeah, Rachel. Yeah, figure out Rachel because like I, in the book it's very different because it comes from different perspectives. Not even different perspective because it's all in like the what the third person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no real like perspective, but it's different chapters on different people. Astrid is Astrid's the best to be honest. But so with them leaving. Like, Astrid is such an icon to all of the people because she's so... Like, I think it's because she's so secretive. No one knows anything about her. That even um, Colin's... That made me so laugh. That made me laugh, the part of the book, is that when Colin's wife... Like, during the wedding, during, like... They had, like, three receptions and after parties. Each time Astrid went to each one, 
Colin's wife would find her and see what she was wearing, and she did, would always just, like, wear, like, not, like, the best clothes. And she's like, Astrid comes to my wedding and doesn't wear the newest, latest things. Does she hate me? Does what she is happening? She's, she's, this is Astrid Young. Why is she not wearing this blah, blah, blah? And it's like, like that's why how, like, even have this wedding? Right? <laughs> literally, that's what she says. Like, why am I even, why am I even having this wedding? And people are like, okay. So it's pretty, Astrid's, like, really, like, like, I don't know, I think it's because she's so secretive and no one knows anything about her. She's, like, such a, like, enigma. Like, everyone wants to know and be her. She's, like, iconic. But, so, the crazy part with her story, this could literally be another book. Because we still <laughs> don't have a resolution because at the end of the movie, she meets Charlie for the first time again, which is completely different from the book. And then mm-hmm. I think that's what the second movie is going to be about, like, her and Charlie. Mm-hmm. But with this one, they go to Hong Kong. They're hanging out. Um, Charlie, like finds, like, a private investigator and, like, finds the husband where he's living, and when the mistress and the kid leaves, he, Astrid's like, I'm gonna go confront him, like, at his apartment, so she goes, he opens the door, and he's like, of course it's you, like, total dick move, but she's talking, she's like, was that your mistress and your, your, your son? She looks so familiar, was she, like, at her wedding even? And he's like, yeah, she was. That's because that's my cousin, and that's my nephew. Oh. They're not my mistress. Shh. Essentially, what happened is, he's like, I didn't want to be with you anymore, so I made up this elaborate lie that makes it seem like I have a mistress and, like, and like a bastard son. Nope, don't. I just don't want to be with you anymore. She's like, he's like, we haven't been happy in years. Why do we keep this up? And he essentially did it for her. So she could have, like, an excuse to leave him for, like, saying he had, like, a mistress and a son on the side, yeah. when, in fact, he just didn't want to be with her. Man, you know what sounds worse. a lot easier? Being like, hey, I don't want to be, be here anymore. <laughs> like, he literally did all of this stuff. But, yeah, it was, like, his cousin and his nephew the whole time. I thought it, it shook me. When I read that, yeah. I was just like, you were like, oh, my God. I was like, Cool. What? Yeah. Which I mean, the thing is, they might explain it in the next movie, but also they pretty much tied it off in the fact they didn't show that he had like an all bastard son or anything like that. It was just him being like, "Oh yeah, I had an affair." And she go, she like honestly in the movie, I really liked it how she just kind of she did like this badass chick thing where she was just like, "All right, well." I'm going to take Cassian. You'll see him when it's good for Cassian mm. and all that mm. stuff. And he was like, do you want me to leave? And she was like, oh, no, you can have this apartment. I will just go to one of, like, my other 50 estates yeah. right. and we'll live there. You can, like, do your thing because obviously you don't want my money and you don't, like, appreciate me. You don't think I'm a person because of all my money. Right. And she's like, but I am. It doesn't make me any different. And But obviously it makes you uncomfortable. So... Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, I've been cheating on you. And she was like, well, you can have this apartment. I'll go be rich with my son. Deuces, we got money. (laughs) Later, that's literally how it goes. And then she goes and sees Charlie at the very end. They, like, lock eyes. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And then the movie ends. That's basically, yeah. So I I guess I was completely, like, I didn't understand how the book was done. Because I thought the book was just from, like, the point of view of the main two people. I didn't realize that there was... Yeah. Tons there's, of side stories. Oh, there's so tons. Many. Like, it goes from Eleanor's when she, like... Because um, Eleanor doesn't meet Rachel until the wedding. Because, like... 
Then the word conversation, hey, cousin, can you pretend to be my, my mistress? Like, honestly, <laughs> I yeah. love, that sounds so extra to be like, hey, cousin, I need my um, wife to believe I have a mistress. Do you hey, want to, like, cousin. live in the same apartment, <laughs> but pretend to be my mistress? I not only want you to send weird texts to my, uh, but, yeah, my, I need to to my wife, sex I want text. you to, like, <laughs> just go over this whole elaborate thing I've got going. You need to pretend to be my mistress and try some, uh, let me walk ooh, around I with my nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right? right? They had to have gone to dinner together to, like, you know. It was just, like, the whole thing was a little too extra for me to just, instead of being like, hey, man, I don't love you anymore. Yeah, Let's be honest, we never really loved each other. We just got married for funsies. Yeah, well, if yeah a military right? guy, you'd think he'd be, like, super upfront. Right? Yeah. Is, but then I again, mean, he's a military guy, so he probably thought he was being real sneaky. Right. Well, Elaborate plan. Yeah. I don't know. The military people in my life are very, uh, How do I get that? Look they'll the tell cork. you right away. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Look at that. Oh my god, I love cats. Same, <laughs> right? that's why. I, I might have, do you have cats? I might have drank, I might have poured all of that in there, so I am oh, sorry. Okay. Do y'all want a little sippy sip? I'm trying to Can make my fat cat <laughs> famous. You're fat cat famous? I'm a fat cat, yeah. Has 175,000 views on TikTok. Wow, I love me some TikToks. <laughs> right? Fat cat TikToks are the best. Right? <laughs> I wanted a fat cat for the longest time, and I got one, and his name was Arnold, but he was a douchebag. Oh, Arnold. You could just feed Mac a lot. He throws up. Oh. <laughs> He's kind of a pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 my uncle and or my dad and my uncle and aunt, they had a cat. They were original people. They named it because it was really fat, fat cat. That's what they called it every day. That's pretty straight. I like that. My cat's name is just Sally. I like that. She's a big old chunk. Sally? Yeah. That's adorable. I have a friend who has a cat. This is way off subject of the book club, but I have a cat. Cats are never off subject. (laughs) We'll always be prime here. I have a friend who has a cat named Chum Lee. And he's True. like an indoor outdoor cat. Like they tried to keep him inside, and he just doesn't. He doesn't want to. He, don't he want will get out at any given at any given moment. But he's like kind of a long haired cat, and so when he goes outside, he like rolls around in dirt, and he gets like some tingles and stuff. Uh-huh. So and she used to be a groomer, so she used to brush him every night and everything, so that he'd be you know smooth and clean, whatever. Well, eventually she started coming home, and he was already brushed, and she was like. What the hell? Who is brushing, brushing you? you? And she thought it was her mom for the longest time. She's like, oh, my, my mom's probably just taking care of it. And a few a few weeks later, she's driving to work, and she sees Chum Lee in her neighbor's garage, and her neighbor <laughs> oh has the cat on her lap and is brushing him and feeding him treats. Well, I mean, gotta make friends. <laughs> gotta keep him happy, man. Yeah. And then they understood why he was getting so much weight, because he was going to the neighbor's house to get fed in <laughs> <and> their house. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't a plan. He's like, well, I can eat here at like 10. I'll go over to the neighbors. I can eat there at 10, too. <laughs> That's amazing. Devious yeah. cat. Devious cat like Astrid's husband. Whoa. Tying it back. Damn, we back. <laughs> oh, we back and better than ever. So what's I, this opening scene that's like Oh. super great? Oh, always gets me. Bella, I read this ahead. part, guys. Bring <laughs> <laughs> home. Synopsis. So the very beginning of the book, there's like this prologue, and it's basically um, Eleanor and um, her sisters, 
and they're going into this hotel that they had booked to stay there for the weekend and they have all the kids there nick is very young at this point and i think this is like 1986 or something yeah because like like the book takes place in 2010 so like that gives you some yeah. Some backstory, and he's like about ten years old or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. young um, during this during this time, and the um, con not the concierge, the manager of the hotel tells him that they've lost their reservation and like that they can't yeah. find it and that they're all booked and everything, and is like trying to shoo them out because he's and. Racist. Mm. Yeah, so the the one one of the sisters turns the book around and she's like, "Oh, our name's right here." And he's like, "Um, no, it's not. It's not. You can't look. That's private information." So basically, he shoes them out, and they realize that it's because They're he's racist. racist. And then one of the kids drops a cup on the floor, and it like spills soda everywhere. And he's like, "I need you to leave the premises," and is like all huffy and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. old man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so basically they go to a payphone outside there in London and um, she calls her husband. She's like, I don't know what to do. I've called all the hotels around town. And because this was like an eventful weekend of some kind, like everyone is in town and there's no, there's no places for us to stay and we need enough space for all of us. And I, I don't know what to do. And then he asked her what hotel she had booked the room at. And he was like, oh, I played golf with the owner of that hotel literally last month. He calls the owner of the hotel, and the owner comes down with the with Eleanor and her sisters, and they walk in, and her husband bought the whole hotel. He didn't just like talk to talk him into letting them stay there. He bought the whole hotel, and so when they walk in with this old owner of this hotel, the guy is like mortified that these women are walking in with the owner, and he's like seeing him being like cordial with them and like being nice and he's like what the oh, hell? what, is going, what on? is going on we don't want people like that in our hotel mm-hmm. and then he the owner comes up to the manager and he's like oh by the way these are the new owners of the hotel and then of course he's just like oh, oh no Damn. oh no <laughs> and so then the kids are like getting soda or whatever and Eleanor tells him he's like she's like I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the premise <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh yeah. shit, <laughs> I messed like, up. That's yeah. how you show them. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's why, like, that beginning, like, because it's, like, almost, like, like word for word in the um, the movie exact. as well. Yeah. It's, like, the same exact all over, but the only difference is, is, like, um, it's, like, one of the sister's husband calls her, like, hus- like one of the sisters calls her husband, and then that husband calls, um, Nick's and Eleanor's mm-hmm. dad and husband, and then he buys a hotel. But like in the movie, it just seems like it's only Eleanor. But I feel like in the book they didn't show as like Eleanor as a bunch of the bad bitch that she right. is. Because like She's the beginning when she was like, "I'll have to ask you to leave the premises." Who got me? I was like, "Yes, <laughs> tell him." Fuck, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. We love ourselves a strong woman. <laughs> strong mommy. It's wrong, mommy. But I don't know. I really liked the beginning because it really set the tone for what kid. Because it was mm-hmm. Nick, Astrid, and Eddie, the one that cares so much about mm-hmm. like money, and it really shows like 
how they're going to be in the future, which is crazy, because at 10, you're like, oh, your face not decided. But if you think about it, it kind of is. Yeah, how yeah, you are bit. as 10 is kind of how you are as an adult. Yeah, I absolutely. would say for Eddie especially, because yeah. you can very, you can tell, like, they even talk about it in the, during the prologue, that Eddie is very entitled, and he is very, mm -hmm. like, yeah. he, like, they are playing a game or something, and he tells them that he's... I don't remember what they're playing, but they're oh, playing something, and he's like he's, the chairman. Oh, he and his chairman sister can yeah. be like his secretary. Mm, so he has right. to come massage his shoulders, and she's like, uh, "No, I'm not gonna do that. Why do you get to be the chairman?" He's like, "Because I'm the oldest, obviously. Right. I'm the oldest, and I'm a man, oh, and a right. woman has to be the secretary." I will oh. say though, guys. I mean, I'm the oldest, and um, I definitely was that with my siblings. Yeah. Okay, I have one sibling, so I mean, it didn't really go very I mean, well. But I definitely uh, gave him the short end of the stick as often as possible. <laughs> I mean, that's as fair. kids, anyways. Mm -hmm. I mean, once mm -hmm. we, you know, got old enough that we didn't do that, I didn't. But <laughs> he's doing great things now. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> killing it. He's killing it. Now. He graduates military training next week. So, yeah. you know, I couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you know, you got him into shape, yeah. obviously. But well, you only have one sibling, okay? You know, there's 50% of things you get all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys have siblings too? I have two half sisters. I have a brother and a sister. I'm the oldest as well, but I was more of like a. She was a nurturing sister. <laughs> I was, I was like a, yeah, I was a nurturing sister. But they're like, they're both. I love them, but they really like butt heads a lot. You know, they're like, it's like uh, tough love. Yeah. Like they tough really loves. aggressively like. They, my brother just opened his mission call and stuff like that. And my sister, they always, like, fight all the time. They're always like, gosh, they're so annoying. And, like, get so mad. So I'm, like, close with both of them individually. Right. But they're not really close together. But it was, oh. when he opened his call, my sister literally just started bawling. And she was like, I, I don't want him to go. And I was oh, like. <laughs> that's so sad. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And then that. We saw my sister's best friend. She works at Cold Stone. And basically, she was sitting next to us, and she was, like, holding us. It was precious. It was a precious <laughs> moment. It was precious. Do you guys see that, though? Like, because I, I like what you said. Like, when you're 10, you kind of, like, you know, kinda, you never yeah, know what's yeah, going to happen. Do you guys see that with your siblings and stuff? Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah. My yeah. brother was a weirdo when he's a 10, and he's a weirdo now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, he's still pretty weird. He's still, yeah. <laughs> he's still pretty weird. Yeah, my brother's the same. He came out of a shell, but that's mostly, like, thanks to his girlfriend. <laughs> she really, like, molded him into yeah. the person he is, which is a great guy. But he was definitely, like, very, like, didn't have a, a whole ton of friends and stuff like that. But then she, like, he started dating. They've been dating for, like, two years. Oh, my and, like, gosh. Isn't that crazy? But, yeah, they've, like, she's been so good for him, and he just really came out of it. He has a ton of friends and all this stuff. And it's, I like, think, <sighs> sorry, I think Andy's here. Oh, really? Yeah, a few... <gasps> Allie? Come in. Come in. Oh, sorry. There are oh, party up? favors in hey. the doorway. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it's Pop live, just so you know. Right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All of perfect. This is Allie. Hello. The other member of our book club. She just had to come from work. Yeah, so many dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the book? I read most of the book. <laughs> I did not finish the book. <laughs> I'll be honest. So we have the people that we've read most of it, and the people that haven't read all of it. It's but perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, it's like he's 22. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Item of wine. Ooh, I love it. Your wine item. <laughs> but Allie, do you have siblings? 
I do. I have a brother and a sister. Are they younger or older than you? Older. I'm older? a baby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's how I am. <laughs> um, so what, what are we talking about? We're, we're talking about um, siblings and also, like, because you know how in the beginning of the book, like, they were kind of 10-ish and how, like, even though they were 10, they kind of, like, established who they are as a person. But we were kind of, like, noticing, like, when you kind of turn 10 or, like, 11, you kind of are what you are at that point. There's no remolding. Like, you're going to be that way. Mm-hmm. And we were just wondering if, like, you've noticed that, like, with any other 10-year-olds or, like, anything like that. I'd have to say mm-hmm. that my cousin, she's a brat. <laughs> and she's still a brat. <laughs> Is that the one that... Confirmed. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know. But all 10-year-olds are assholes. There's no getting oh, yeah. around oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. definitely. You just know how much of an asshole they're going to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they kind of, like, mellow out their assholeness, but some are just kind of, they're only going to go down so much. Mm-hmm. You know? My 10-year-old cousin, he's, whew, he's not an asshole, actually. He's, like, the <laughs> nicest 10-year-old I've ever met. But also, I mean, he's really coming into himself right now, oh. to be honest. See, so he's probably going to be, like, a good, genuine guy because he wasn't so much of an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's almost 11. Damn. 11 year olds in the house. Cool. <laughs> oh, watch out. I feel like when I was 10, I was still an asshole, but I was significantly less of an asshole mm-hmm. than I became. Yeah. And now I'm trying to be a nice person more often <laughs> in my life. And I feel like I'm getting back to that. So it's a cool comparison. Mm-hmm. I think 10 is, like, when you start, like, developing, like, a style, kind of. Like, you kind of figure out what you like, and, like, yeah, you start, yeah. like, making, like, yeah. differences in, like, how you dress and, like, mm-hmm. what you, you know. Yeah. Your favorite foods become a thing. That's yes. True. Because your true. taste buds are finally, like, oh, that's a little spicy. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I think hobbies too. So I was yeah, thinking like when I was uh-huh. ten, like stuff I actually started caring about. Mm-hmm. Seemed like they started kicking in then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, like me too. Cause I was really into crafts when I was ten. I was really into. I couldn't read very well when I was young, but I liked the idea of like books, and I would rent a ton of books from the library. Couldn't read them, but I just you'd have, have them. them. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, I still craft a crap ton, and I also still read a lot. So. Holly is an avid cross stitcher. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's great. It's beautiful. Thank you. It really is. It's good. But what was your favorite part of the book since you're a little bit late? We've already taught and talked about like random things in it. What was your favorite part? Um, so far. Okay, so far. Okay. I do <laughs> There are a lot of things that I thought I'd like in this book and then I didn't. Um Ooh. Mostly, I just kind of came away hating rich people. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. no, this book spends a fair amount of time describing rich people things. Mm-hmm. Like, Eddie. Oh, there's, like, this whole chapter on just things he has, and then it ends with the fact that he's angry because but, of things he do- doesn't yeah. have. and it's like... Oh, I agree with that because it's like he has so much, but it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. someone else has something a little tiniest bit more than him, mm-hmm. and he's like, mm-hmm. "Well, I have nothing now." That's gotta suck, right? Like, yeah, like to live his oh, life like, based on money. But mm-hmm. what was some other things? Um, I I was low key super disappointed in Ashley. 
Astrid? Because really? oh, we just started talking about her. Go oh. ahead. Well, I expected in the movie she's like a badass, right? Yeah. And yeah, in the uh-huh. book she's still a badass. But I kind of wanted her to be like a little bit no, more. No, I'm putting my foot down in this marriage. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You done me. You done me dirty. I ain't gonna wait. Do you know what the rolling back? Have you found out what happened between the her and her husband? Oh, okay. Okay, wait till you find out. Um, Do you want us to tell you? I do. No. But do you want (laughs) to (laughs) tell you? So I got a fair amount into the book, Mm -hmm. and then today rolled by, and I was like, oh shit. I should just look up the entire plot. Yeah. Well,. I kind of agree with you with the whole Astrid thing, because in the movie, it doesn't really show her having any, like, sympathy towards the husband or Mm -hmm. even wanting to be with him after the fact. Mm -hmm. That's why she seemed like such a bad bitch, because at the end, she was like, no, you can Mm -hmm. keep the apartment that you made us stay in with your money. I'm going to go live in my nicer ones. But in the movie, she's like, well, I don't want to be a divorcee. I, I don't want to. Everyone has mistresses. It's fine. Like, I'll just be with him no matter like, what. We'll work it out. But it was kind of, like, sad. But then when she found out, like, the truth, she I think that's what made her into, like, the true bad bitch. Because she realizes, mm-hmm. yeah. one, if a husband's going to have to lie to you to be that way. I think she made, I think she realized what it meant to be a crazy rich Asian in a sense mm-hmm. that yeah. you're almost yeah. kind of, like, because they're very Christian, which I find funny. We're talking about Ooh. crazy rich Asians. The, oh, wait. Crazy rich Asians. These books were buy to get the third free. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. So we were Good able deal. to get a lot. That's mostly why we're like, it's right here, buy to get uh, the third free. <laughs> All right. We bought it a month ago. Might still be on sale. So oh, do you God. think with the transition of her being like a bad bitch in the book, uh-huh. but being kind of this not so much of a bad bitch in the movie do you think that's sadly due to the fact that like media kind of doesn't still i mean we're starting to get that more often but it's still not portrayed as much so they kind of try to make her feel like like look weak or vulnerable Mm -hmm. since that's usually what all movies do yeah i well, i know they're making a second one because in Mm -hmm. the end of the book i'll just say it leaves you freaking hanging it does not give you any resolution so i wonder if the second book is going to like show her coming out like out of her skin and, like, make her more, yeah. you know. Because, yeah, I mean, three like, books yeah. do give more, like, area to move and, like, character development in general. But also that has a tendency to frustrate people because you want to see at least some change, at right. least, before, like, the very, very end. Which, I mean, yeah. sometimes it can be, like, satisfying to see them change at the end. But also it's kind of, like, I personally, I really like to see them kind of, I like to see the slow, like, build into, like, their bad bitch self or something right. like that, you know? Not just constantly being like, oh my god, I have, uh, oh, what do uh, I do? oh, what do I do? I don't know, let's see, in the next book. Like, yeah. I would definitely say that based on what does happen to Astrid, even though she's, like, you know, a little bit more timid in the book than she is in the movie mm-hmm. that I think that if there if there is another I haven't read the other book obviously I don't know what it's about um, but in the movie at least I think that there will be probably more about Astrid and she'll probably it'll probably be developing mm-hmm. her you know mm-hmm. other self a little more yeah because I feel like what happens to her like she's either gonna be sad forever or she's gonna you know Suck it really 
<laughs> just like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, do you they, know what? <laughs> do they get into their marriage being shitty? Or do they just, or does he no. just kind of briefly say, like, oh, we haven't really been in love? No, they get into it a tiny bit. More towards the end when she, he, like, she, like, confronts him. Yeah. It kind of, like, has, that's what's cool about the book, too, is it goes back in time to, like, previous, like, encounters. Like, it goes back in time and it shows, like, how they met. And it was almost like how they met was more of an infatuation. It was all, like, about, like. It's, like, purely it, sexual. It was anything. all, like, yeah. It was basically all that. And then they just decided to get married because who she is as a person. They The parents were like, just get married already. So they did. Yeah. And they realized that was a mistake. Or he did. But it kind of does a little bit more. Honestly, I feel like I know more about their relationship than sometimes like Rachel and Nick. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. To yeah. be honest. Even though it was a side story. Even yeah. It, was a side story. it yeah. sounds kind of more exciting than the main story, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, Rachel Shore is kind of like... You know, she's pretty bad bitchy, at least in the movie. Kind of in the in the book, she's a little more kind of like, oh, I'm not going to, I don't want to cause any ruckus. Like, I'm yeah. not going to really do anything about, mm-hmm. which, I mean, she is like that in the movie, but in the movie, she's more of like, at the very end, when the mom talks to her, and she's like, I don't want you to see my son ever again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they're playing Mahjong or something, mm-hmm. and she's like, <laughs> it's, the, it's like the best part. And, like, <laughs> she basically is like, oh, just to let you know, he already proposed to me, um, but I turned him down. And she was like, mm-hmm. and she was like, but I want to let you know if he ever finds somebody that you approve of, that you'll know it's all because of me. Mm-hmm. And then one in Mahjong, and then basically peaced out with Damn. her mom, yeah. showing that they have a, her and her mother have a good relationship. And she's like, but he'll also spend his whole time resenting you. Yeah. Yeah. She did mention, she was Uh like, I love him and I want to be with him, but I know that if I say yes, he will spend all of his years resenting you for hating the woman he loves. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that to him. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's very selfless. I have to say, Rachel is probably the most, like, unselfish character. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say though something we haven't talked about that is exciting about Rachel and Nick is what their like per- their private investigator finds out about Rachel <gasps> because we all gasp. Basically, like Eleanor hires this private investigator on uh-huh. Rachel because she thinks she's like this you know major gold digger for Nick, and mm-hmm. what really happens is that we find out that. Rachel's dad, who she thought was her dad, first of all, isn't her dad. And mm-hmm. second of all, isn't dead and is actually in prison for embezzlement. Which even, I feel like that, it didn't really show in the, the movie. In the mm-hmm. movie, he was dead. He died, right? Or yeah, I like think that. in the movie, she, because Rachel's mom was married to a crazy rich Asian. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. she was worried when she found out about Rachel and Nick being Nick being a crazy rich Asian, she was worried for Rachel because she was mm-hmm. in that marriage. Um, but it was, um, what was it? I'm trying to say. Oh, she finds out, like, her dad, her mom married a crazy rich Asian, and they thought it was the dad, but it wasn't. And in the movie, it was, like, this core regular guy that's, like, um, just a regular average Joe. But they, like, say he died, or they're not sure where he's at, but in the book, you don't know where he's at, so he could be alive. Mm-hmm. And he actually is alive in the book. 
They're like, we're pretty positive he's alive. Yeah, but basically how she, <laughs> they figured that out is that he was sure. super... This keeps getting more and more wet, right? Right? This exactly. Is, there is so this book is great because there is it's like a soap opera. Like yeah, I was, yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. literally just a soap opera. It's so like there's so many little like stabs in the back, twists of events, like so many crazy things that you're just like that happen no. in this book. It's a great read. So we've talked a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Is there stuff that you guys dislike? The cliffhanger. Yeah, I didn't read it. I didn't read it. Yeah, the cliffhanger that I didn't read. Yeah, the cliffhanger. I didn't. I didn't read the. I didn't watch the movie either. So like, it's really still all a cliffhanger to me. Yeah, so it's still, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I didn't like. I feel like in the book there wasn't enough Nick and Rachel. Like, if I didn't watch the movie, I probably would not give a shit about Nick and Rachel, to be honest. To be where mm-hmm. I'm at right now, not saying either, yeah. or reading or watching, I don't give a fuck about them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could care less. Right. Kind of yeah. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. He's rich. See? I don't know. That's the, that's the tea I care about right now. Yeah, I want to know about Astrid, and I want to know what happens after she meets with the private event, or like when she confronts her husband, because they don't really give a resolution. It just her goes back to Charlie, tells Charlie what happened. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's ends the part where for Astrid, then you end the part with Nick and Rachel, and then you end the part with the, or like you end the part with the mom and then with Nick and Rachel. Mm-hmm. And they never even talk about Eleanor again except being mad that her husband or her son won't talk to her, even though she knew when she hired the private investigator that it might happen. But she's like, mm-hmm. no, I trust my son. Obviously, didn't turn out. But mm-hmm. I think that's what I hated the most was like. I don't know, it's just hard, because, like, it's supposed to be about Nick and Rachel, mm-hmm. and honestly, like, yeah. if they weren't in it, I wouldn't even care. Mm-mm. It sounds like it'd still be a fantastic book. Yeah, honestly. I wasn't a fan of the fact that I really, when I, especially in the book, mm-hmm. I see that Eleanor and Rachel would actually get along really well. Like, the mom and Rachel, because Eleanor was in a similar situation in when she married Nick's father, like, the mom still doesn't approve of her and still is, like, pretty, like, and I think that's a possibility of, that's mostly why she is acting the way she is. But the thing is, is I feel like if she was a little more sympathetic towards it and didn't listen to, like, mostly it was, like, her rich friends egging her on. Right. Who were also, they were all at, like, their Bible study thing, and they were like, oh, my gosh, did you hear that, like, through the grapevine he has a girlfriend and she's, awful and all of this stuff and they would just like try and find tea and basically were like you need to find more out and just kept egging her on to a point where she was like oh I hate her like she's gonna ruin my son all of this stuff but really if she met her if she didn't hear anything about her met her and was like oh my gosh why didn't you tell me and they actually got to like talk, talk and like actually be together before she heard all of these outside influences it would be they would actually get along really well because they're similar in a way, I think, yeah. like, personality-wise, they're mm-hmm. very similar. They're pretty close to the mm-hmm. same, like, because Eleanor, she was rich, but she wasn't crazy rich by any means, so it was kind of the same situation where she yeah. kind of just came into his life, and the grandma didn't like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're basically the same person, but Eleanor's too stubborn to realize. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. Sadly, I think that does happen, too, in real life, where, you know, yeah. I know it's happened to me, and I feel bad that it's happened to me, where, you know, you'll hear of someone that you're going to meet mm-hmm. and then everyone around you have met and they start saying shit and they're like, oh, well, like, they oh, do this or they do this. Or, and then you start building that like stigma towards them and then you finally meet them and you're like, 
oh, well, fuck, this person's just fine. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have even listened to these people. So I think that's a realistic thing that does happen. I'm sure, especially in that crazy rich area where mm-hmm. it's kind of all drama all the time, it seems, probably mm-hmm. happens constantly. Yeah. Well, especially, like, the first rumors, like, the, the first rumors that Eleanor hears about Rachel are from a photo that, like, one of her friend's daughters takes of her at a coffee shop. Yeah. It's like, there's no context in it whatsoever. Like, they could have just been friends meeting, and she literally yeah. takes a picture of Nick with a woman at a coffee shop and then spreads rumors about her. Yeah. That's crazy. And isn't that Amanda's sister? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. like, Nick's, the uh, girl he lost his, like, virginity to and the first girl he kissed, like, his sister and her, or her sister and her live in New York, so... That's when they like took the picture of Rachel and they like knew about the wedding. And that's what's crazy about like the crazy rich Asians. Like, they brought their daughters from New York, not caring that they went to Colin's wedding, but only to then like have them trick Nick into falling back in love with, I think it was Amanda. Amanda, yeah. Because they used to be like an old friend that's, and she still right. has a thing for him. Yeah. Right. And then when they got there, they got jewels out of it. Like, they did it. To get my more riches, more it's just so crazy. It's crazy. Do you think that people do that in real life, like frequently, just because their life's boring? I've just always to, like, wondered stir that. The pot, yeah, because you know? I know people yeah. who have. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> who, especially if money's not an issue, right? Because I, I would say, like, yeah. you know, if you're focused, like, if you've got to pay your bills or you got a mm-hmm. lot going on financially, mm-hmm. you got to kind of focus on that. But if you don't have to worry about money. Your life might be kind of boring, so might as well stir the pot. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. That's just what happens um, in the chapter, you know, where Kitty goes to meet, like, you know, that princess of something yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, this girl who's a friend of the grandma, and they're all in this room over there where she's like, oh, let me meet them. And they all see them coming towards them, and they're like, oh, and then who is it? It's like a friend or something that's just like, oh, Astra, tell, like, the guards over here not to let anybody else in and say that, it, like, it's too full and it's, like, family only and stuff like that. And so they're like, oh, okay, all right. And so they stop them at the door and, like, sorry, no more people can come in, all this stuff, so they don't let them in because they didn't want them to, like, embarrass them. But then one of the friends literally, because you get to see kind of, like, their inner thoughts in the book, and so she's just kind of like, well, I mean, it's kind of boring right now, so I mean, and they're, like, calling, like, hey, mom, it's me, hi, and she's, like, apparently, Kitty is, like, waving her hat around, like, hello, it's me, (laughs) and basically, she's, like, oh, well, uh, and they're all just kind of ignoring her, pretending they don't hear her, and then she's, like, oh, isn't that, like, and, like, points them out, (laughs) and, like, the grandma, then it's like, oh, yeah, wait, who is that with? And basically it's like, oh, yeah, have them come in, come in. Because she didn't see them because right. she had bad hearing and all this stuff. And then she's like, and everybody's just glaring at this girl like, why would you do that? And she's like, I don't know, because she thought that the girl was going to make a total fool of herself. Right. And was yeah. going to, like, mess something up and all of this stuff. But really it was actually shocking that the lady was like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a fan of your show. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see... With that, it, like, it didn't work for them because then, like, they wanted the, like, Kitty to be gone from that guy's life. So then they still had someone manipulate her into thinking. Because they were like, oh, yeah, um, like, not to, like, be rude or anything, but, like, I hope you know, like, 
that the guy you're dating actually isn't that rich that like when his parents die he's getting no money like and he's gonna be a broke like a broke bitch pretty soon like I hope you know that and she was like I don't care he has money (laughs) and they're like no no we believe you kitty but this is this guy over here that like has like four billion dollars and his dad is like about to die (laughs) from all his money so essentially she was like oh I mean like he's cute (laughs) right but like that's just like how like interconnected they are like because like they are really like crazy rich Asians like in their lifestyle who they are as people Mm -hmm. like that's why they like don't care about drama because Mm -hmm. like why not stir the pot have tons of money yeah yeah Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, well, I guess I'll just go back home to my mansion. And yeah, darn it. Just keep owning half of China. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. Chucks. Oh, I'm rich. Because you would think, like, if I put myself in that shoes, right, like where I just have billions with a Z, mm-hmm. you know, I've probably done everything I want to do, right? Like, I've traveled, mm-hmm. I got yeah, yachts, yeah, I got yeah, houses, yeah. I bought yeah. everything I want to do. So you're sitting around, like, 30 years old, and you're like, hmm. fuck, maybe I should go tell someone they suck because they're poor. Like, yeah, why not? Like, spit on some poor people. Yeah, like, just have a little fun. I'm going to throw $100 at peasants and <laughs> yes. see how they like it. Like, like, well, I mean, I feel like, okay, if we think about human evolution, uh, way back when, we started out with only needing to find food, water, shelter. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. those were our primary concerns. And now, what I worry about is, like, what to wear in the morning. So yeah. I feel like we do, everyone creates drama For just sure. to have something to do For and sure. some purpose. I think mm-hmm. so. I think that's, like, also the argument you can make, too, as to, like, because, like, let's be honest, reality TV, stupid as fuck. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why does it even exist? That was like, holy, <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no reason for it. But does it doesn't mean I don't watch it. Oh, okay. No, I was going to be like, aren't you like the number one uh, quiz person on the Kardashian thing? And I <laughs> like, let's not talk about it. But yes, I, I was about to fight you, Holly. <laughs> I, like, I get it. I understand reality TV, but in the like in hindsight, twenty twenty, like really, what's the point of it? Because it's like all it is is just watching someone else's life when you can watch your own. Doesn't mean I don't do it. I watch The Bachelorette. It's fun. Yeah. Bachelorette is gold, though. You watched season. <laughs> 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 okay. But, like, it's the same concept of, like, we came from only needing food, drink, and shelter. Now we go to, like, watching other people and live wh- lives and have, you know. Even back then. I mean, not, like, back back then. <laughs> but, like, when we didn't have TV... You, you know we had I mean they killed each other in front of other people yeah. for fun yeah. like the what, yeah. what is it what the is Coliseum. it the Coliseum yeah. there we go so we I mean, reality <laughs> TV's not that bad when you compare <laughs> that people for fun I want to hear that conversation the guy's like man I'm kind of tired of watching these guys kill each other Let's put a tiger in there. Let's put it in a tiger. Let's see what happens. Let's see what goes on. Let's see if they can fight a tiger. Let's see if they can fight a tiger. No, I agree, though, with the reality TV show. Like, it's it's really dumb. But have I seen every season of Jersey Shore? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Could I pick situations abs out? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Am I I ashamed of that? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, I think watching it, though, kind of gives, like, at least for me, like, a show like Jersey Shore, maybe not like Bachelor or anything like that, but mm. they're so dumb. 
that it kind of makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, I know that's like, fucked up to say, pretty, but yeah, pretty well loved. Yeah, like, looking at this, like, you I'm know? like, damn, their life is really just doing that all the time. That life's pretty good. I'm like, exactly. fuck. You know what's a little worse than like regular reality TV is like cartoon reality TV. Total Drama Island. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I every season. That's a great show. Yeah, that show. That show's Got chick all the way. <laughs> okay, but definitely on She's the best Gwen. 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 <laughs> oh, she was amazing. She was the one who made me realize that I really love chicks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people yeah. can be like. If we're getting so bored to the point where we're creating reality TV with cartoons, <laughs> yeah, like making it up in our minds, writing it out, you know, doing everything just to be like it's reality. <laughs> 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 Well, and even like, you know, sh- shows like, uh, it's a good example, Storage Wars. Oh, it's right? fantastic. Yes. Okay. So, like, the first season started off with, like, people just, like, going and buying storage lockers. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then everyone was like, well, this is kind of fucking boring. How don't we throw some drama in here? And now they're, like, fighting yeah. and, like, yeah. rummaging through trash cans. They're like, how'd you raise that hammer? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? You know, what? you know, I used to watch storage. I've watched all the episodes of Storage Wars on Netflix. And Stoney used to make fun of me for all the time that I would watch it. And he's like, why do you watch this? You know it's fake. And I'm like... Don't tell me. Because I live for Dave Hester saying, yep, every day. Yep. 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 And so. It's that that countdown where they're like, going once, going twice, and it's like, the the guy pauses and looks at him, and he's like, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Another one. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. 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 No, it is crazy that even... There isn't anything I can think of that doesn't have like inserted drama into it nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I I was Nature? just talking to Cass about TV? this today. No, that's true. Um, about how much like it must suck to be like a crazy rich Asian and how like Ashton's parents like pays the media not to post her pictures because like think about the royal family. Like I read on the Daily News today, just like that Snapchat thing that oh, like yeah. Prince Harry getting mad at Meghan and telling her to turn around. I watched that video. It literally looks like she asked him a question and he was like, turn around, like we're taking pictures. Like that's what it seems like. And they were like, he's being an abusive husband. He's such a jerk now. But that's yeah. like what it has to be like for the crazy rich Asians. Like that's yeah. probably why they're extra crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Even that's like a crazy, crazy insight. Because, like, sorry, go ahead. No, I'll go ahead. Go. I was going to say, that's crazy that you say that because, you know, I've talked a lot about clickbait. Clickbait's, yeah. like, the biggest thing. And how many people, including myself, have done this where I just oh, yeah. read the title of an article. And and I'm like, like, oh, well, fuck, that's going <laughs> on? And I don't read one sentence like, of the article. Yeah, okay. So they're living that life like a clickbait title. Yeah. Constantly. That's yeah. their whole life. That'd be clickbait awful. Life. With that, I mean, like, honestly, I was going to say something about that because my uh, phone, I have, like, Bixby on my phone or whatever, so it, like, reads me things in the morning to, like, wake me up or whatever. And this morning, I woke up to... <laughs> this morning, I woke up to baby boy strangled to death by teenage parents. Oh, my God! Oh. Who, who the fuck wants to wake up to that, first of all? And, like, why would I click on that article? Okay, I didn't click on it. But... <laughs> It tells me that, and then it says CNN. And I'm like, CNN's like a reputable news article website. Why are they posting this? Why? I'd like to think that morning, you're kind of like waking up, you're yawning, those birds are chirping, like, little kid gets strangled. You're like, 
that's how the day is going. I was in the bathroom at this point, and I just heard it from afar, and I hear Stoney laying in our bed. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, Nate has the same thing, and so when his alarm goes off, because now he gets up earlier than me, and it'll always do like the song where it's like, you know, kind of like the music, yeah, and, then it and it's like the, the weather title. today, yeah. and then it's like, uh, and then it'll just go into the news, but it won't really tell you that it's news. And so it'll just talk about it's always tragic stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just like, like literally every time I'll wake up, it'll be like, click on it. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know. I'm like, are they okay? I'm like, I don't know. But it's drama just inserted right when you wake up. Yeah. No matter what. And to it's like, wake you up. To wake you up. You gotta have drama to wake you up, obviously. Yeah, yeah my day starts with a what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, tell me more. <laughs> me, tell me more. <laughs> oh my god. It spooks me every time I have him turn it off sometimes. <laughs> Headlock and Noogie, the red hair. Oh, is that me? L. O. L. L. Lol. Oh well. Nuggie? Oh. Nuggie? Yeah. Give me a nuggie. Give me a nuggie. Holly, come on. No, you got a headlock. Oh, give me a good headlock. <laughs> I swear to God, Holly, if I'm you don't so headlock sorry. me, I have to do this. <laughs> that was a nuggie of love. So we've been going Thank for you. hour and fifteen. Oh, time right. flies. Yeah. Yes. We're having fun. We're having a good time. I know you guys said you want to do forty minutes. So I got two things I kind of want to talk about that I'm yes. interested. in. What are some of your guys' all-time favorite books? So I'm curious where everyone... Oh. Same reaction across oh, the board, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a hard uh, one. Should we start in, like, a circle? Allie, do you What? Need I don't want to start. Bella, do you know? Okay, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> this is really embarrassing to admit, honestly. Oh, tell. Okay, listen, so one time I went to a, like... Like, the Salt Lake County Library had this, like book sale once upon a time and I bought a whole bunch of like weird ass books yeah (sighs) one of them was called what was it called something about letters to your best friend when you're on a cruise it's a it's a coming of age book kind of it's very short (laughs) and it's like I read it like five times because I just I'm it's such a sweet book but it's I wouldn't necessarily say it's my favorite book it's just the first one that comes to mind when I think about books I really like Coming-of-age things are so sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah they're so I do. I'm just going to cry. But, it's tough, because, like, either if I was a kid, it would probably be something stupid sci-fi related, but as I got older, I really started enjoying more tragic shit, which is weird, mm. but, like, mm. right away, Cloud Atlas, it has a movie. <laughs> Allie looks like... <laughs> The movie, the movie was pretty good. The book is like super quality. It's sad and tragic, but it's a good book. And sadly, the basic bitch in me wants to say "Fault in Our Stars." I hate, I hate saying it because it's such a meme now, and it's such like a, oh, you like that book. But I really like John someone was like, you can't. Someone was like, hey, read this book. And I'm like, come on, you want okay. me to read this book? And they're like, yeah, read it. And I was like, okay. And I read it. And I'm like. Oh, this book's fucked up. This yeah, book is it's sad like, as shit. It's like sad as shit, yeah. but it's such a good it's book. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, um, another... I would just say, 
with that. Popular books are popular for a reason. Just Very because your favorite book is yes. a popular book, it doesn't make you cliche. Maze exactly. Runner, the whole Maze Runner series was amazing. Quality, quality. So good. I never and got past the third one on the Maze Runner. Is there? I didn't know there was more than three. I've read the I first three, three, but I thought yeah. there was only three. three. I thought so. Yeah, I, I think there was there's. More. I think there's might only be. three. They might have done like I a didn't Hunger the Games. I didn't fin- I didn't finish the third one. Yeah, but Maze yes. Runner, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. all the mm. John Green books all are all amazing, yeah. which is mm-hmm. why they're so popular. Looking for Alaska's yeah. better than mm. Hunger uh, Stars. Uh, uh, mm. That book's uh, fucked up. That book fucked that me one. up. That book, I was <laughs> like, oh my god, what? Yeah. That book. <sighs> a car crash? Those. Are you shitting me right yeah, now? Yeah, literally. And then they're like, maybe she killed herself, and I was like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Has anyone read? Oh, there oh, is see, a prequel. There is a prequel. Oh, okay. There is a prequel. Okay, uh, I didn't read that. Yeah, I, just I read didn't. The I wasn't able to get past the third one. Like I started the third one and then I didn't. Finish the, it. the third one is hard to get through. I would yeah. say because there's yeah. so many of your favorite characters die and then it's just like. Mm. Yeah. Chuck isn't there. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. Has anyone read like, Turtles All the Way Down yet? I haven't. I own it. I own it too. But I haven't read it because like there's something. I really want to read it. I love John Green. I've read most of all of his books. There's something about it that's like, it's almost like the hype of over of John Green kind of like, is gone down a lot. That like, I don't know a single person that's actually read it. And it's, I think his downfall, sadly, is making them into the movies. I think so. Without, especially Paper Towns. Have that movies. Sorry. I well, wasn't no. a fan of Paper Towns movie. Oh. Yeah. I haven't even watched it, but the trailer looked like garbage. Like I like Nat Wolf, and I like what is it her name, Claire or something. Yeah, I uh, like them both. Claire, I do not like their chemistry. They took the book and they added like ten percent of it. Yeah, there's that's nothing. The, thing. the great thing about Default and Their Stars, that's why it did so great, is so close to the book. Thing that sucked about Paper Town, not the same thing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing I hated about Fault in Our Stars movie is the random Willem Dafoe yeah. as the. What's his butt? I can't remember the character name. The only thing I didn't like about Fault in Our Stars, the like the movie, was that it's the same girl that's in, uh, what's that movie about her being pregnant? Um, Secret Life of an American Teenager, the best show of ours. <laughs> no, 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 it's a great show. I just can't that not see her as that. She, she mm. in the in the show, she mm. became a real like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I get why it was hard because like in the show, she was really great. Got awful mm-hmm. Damn. but oh she's now in uh big little lies big little lies <laughs> second season coming out Ooh. Ooh. i've heard that shit's good it's so good i've only good. seen the beginning and the end but i know it was amazing <laughs> no, it's good. she came yeah. over one night and we were watching <laughs> literally the last episode of the first season and she was like we're like oh you want us to turn off and she's like no keep going, keep going. <laughs> and then once we finished it she was like and we're like yeah you kind of have to like it's a little confusing but honestly like we want to watch it again because there's so many things there's such a twist at the end yeah and she's like oh no don't worry i'm watching it <laughs> yeah no i've seen the first couple of episodes and the very last one that's perfect because then I mean it's perfect. that it's shows awesome. that that means it's a good show if you saw the last episode and you're like well I'm gonna watch it again yeah you're like yeah. well all right death of a salesman you wanna talk depressing oh <laughs> <laughs> cool. it's a real sad play I've never actually I've never seen it or read it I've me heard me of it from you actually but mm-hmm. I don't know I know that it's like sad like. Real nice and depressing. Real nice. And Real depressing. nice. Real nice and depressing. Look at that. Like perfect depressing. Right, nice. Depressing. Big yeah, sad. Big sad. Accurate. Big, in, big old sad. In the middle, 
Um, I apologize. It's been a couple years since I've read this, but uh, the wife of this guy who's suicidal finds it's like a pump attached to some appliance that he's using to try and kill himself and it's the most heartbreaking scene and that's in the middle and spoiler alert it's the death of a salesman so he dies in the end Oh my that god. That reminds me of uh, that movie, The Virgin Suicides. That movie I talk about it all the time. If <laughs> you haven't so seen that movie, you need to watch it. You would love that movie, actually. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. You what? need to watch it. It's 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 so good. It's Start so amazing. Up how many it's, times. it's literally one of my favorite movies, honestly. It's so it's so weird, but it's oh. so good. Because it's like about these girls, like these sisters. Mm-hmm. I they're basically they're in there's a bunch of them they're in this really religious family there's like six of them yeah the youngest tries to kill herself by jumping out of a window onto like this spiked fence oh well she can she succeeds by that oh that's what she, she succeeds tries to kill herself by just cutting her wrist doesn't work she's then like no nah, i still don't want to be in this family literally jumps out a window onto their metal fence spikes Landed right on it. The Jeez. father literally has to take out the fence because no one can yeah. literally like walk past it. On her birthday as well. On her birthday, because she was just depressed. Yeah. And then it, but in the end, eventually the parents are just so religious that they don't want their daughters out in public. They literally keep them as hostages. And they were like, they would literally. There's like a group of boys across the street, and they would like communicate with like um the lights. They would do like a, yeah. mm-hmm. they would do that, and they would communicate. And it was pretty fucked up. The ending. I won't say it because I think everyone should watch it, but the ending was fucked up. Oh, what the, the sisters ending. did? It's, it's, what it's, the sisters do and how everyone finds out about it is. You're like, fucked oh up. my I mean, God. It's, it's so good, but like, once you see what first happens, you kind of have a guess of what else is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's. It's good. <laughs> yeah. So what's this one called? Yeah. The Virgin, Virgin Suicides. Suicides. It's also a book, too. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. read the book, to be honest. But I think we should do for next month a Twitter poll and see what we should read next. I'm down to do that because yeah. then mm-hmm. Twitter Let's polls Twitter can poll. do five people, right? Or five things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. could we all pick a Twitter. book. Yeah, we should yeah. all pick a book and do a poll. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, all right. Okay. So let's all pick a book, and then like let's do a Twitter poll. I'm down so for that. that. That's we should have the Virgin Suicides as one. Yeah, we should do that. And, and then Alice in Wonderland. And then does anybody, do we want to say Death of a Salesman? I don't know about that. Or are we all going to be really sad? Um, we're going to be really mm. sad if we read Virgin Suicides. Okay. True. This is one? a book that I haven't even finished. Is this the one that it's... bubbles? No. Okay. <laughs> Different books. Different books. Same quality. No. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm about. Have you guys ever read Life of Pi? Oh! oh I've heard of that. I've, I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. So, I've seen the movie is brilliant and completely... Misses the point of the book. Oh. oh. This book is, I don't want to say life-changing. But it's but supposed I mean, to be life-changing. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It's, Do you it, put that on one of my friends describes okay. it as her Bible. Oh, wow. Oh. And it's just so symbolic. I've heard that about Life of Pi. Yeah. yeah. So let's put that on there, then I want to put one on there. Life of Pi... So let's uh, all put Alice one in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. We can like make yeah. a chat and we can figure uh, it out. Yeah. But then, yeah. Should maybe. we make a Should we make a Twitter for this? Yeah, I'm down for that. Are you down for yeah, that? Because then can. we could do that, and then we could just kind of post the Twitter and have people vote. Right. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Have you guys any of you read The Hate You Give yet? The Hate no. You Give. That I have not. I will reread it. I want to do that one. It's on my list. <laughs> that is 
trust me, it is so worth it and so good. I read it in a day. It was amazing. And if none of you read it, I'll be sad. No, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's literally on my list for my next book to read. Okay. Yes. Or so like let's put if that we on. didn't do, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's take a Twitter poll, but the we'll hate you Twitter give. Poll. I would be down to reread that one because I read it so fast. I haven't even seen the movie yet. Yeah, me neither. But I want to watch the movie because it's such a good, it's so good. And it's, mm, anyways. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> one of my top five favorite books. So finish. we'll finish mm-hmm. off, since we're going to do that instead of just picking a book, mm-hmm. we'll get the Twitter poll. I'll make sure to post the Twitter poll on all of our social medias and you guys can share it up. Okay. Um, what's your guys' favorite books? Because we did ours. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have, like, so many. I would do, like, top three. Is, yeah, like, top three. Um, Salem's Lot by Stephen King, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, <laughs> and, oh, I guess, like, The Hate You Give yeah? is, like, one of the top five. That's, like, Shit. the first one that comes to my head. It's mm-hmm. so good. What's your favorite? Um, basically, I, I have a top favorite, but also, like, I, I love Court of Thorns and Roses. That's kind of, like... That's our book. That's I was like, good. that's, that's what we kind of wanted to... I love it. The they bought... Candles? Candles? <laughs> candles? We could talk about the candles. Yes, I also <laughs> have her blanket. Yes. You guys have a coloring book too, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coloring book blanket. Is that a horror book? Or it's, is a, that... it's, a, a fantasy, it's a fantasy one. And it's really good. And if anyone wants to read it, it's amazing. We have the whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> they love like freaky it. romance books. Don't you <laughs> <laughs> It has good sex scenes in it. It's a good story. It's great. You'll fall in love. The sex scenes really make it, but, but that's just me. I'm really a fan good. of like really raunchy romance. Like I like that's my like guilty pleasure. Is no, I, I agree. I just no, I funny. feel okay. that. <laughs> like just straight up. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna like, say it's a young adult novel, but it says <laughs> young adult. It, it's very naughty for a young adult. I'm very shook. Dead as Holly told me before I read it, she was like, you have to read this. I love it. And I was like, ooh, is it like, she, she's like, young adult. And I was like, is it like raunchy? Does it have like sex in it? And she was like, <laughs> she's like, the worst word is like dick or something. And no, she, oh, cock. cock. It's cock. And she was like, I was so surprised when they said it too. Literally, I read it and I was like, Holly, that is not the worst thing that happened. <laughs> Literally, very, very yeah. depictive. And I was like, Holly! To be fair, I've never read an adult novel that says that word in it, so that's why I was a little shook. But, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's not the worst part. <laughs> no, the most sexual part, but, yeah, She's like, yeah. I don't know, cock, and I'm like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. But I would say, so I really like that one. That one kind of, like, for, like, funsy. But, like, my all-time favorite book would be The Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. I love it. And it's always, it's always been my all-time favorite book. I've never, see, the thing is, I'll always bring it up, like, with my friends and stuff. I'm like, have you guys ever read The Illustrated Man? (laughs) And, like, I was like, it's very, it's very intuitive. And, like, the only time that has ever happened was Tyler that one time when he was like, he literally asked me oh, yeah. and he was like, have you ever read the illustrated man? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment I've been waiting like, oh for. And I was like, are you sick? And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, okay. So <laughs> basically told him how like nobody's ever, they're like, Oh, I know Ray Bradbury, but like, I haven't read that. Cause it's a series of like, it's basically a book of all different short stories. And since it was like written in kind of like sixties era, sixties, mm-hmm. fifties. Cause he also wrote, was it 1984? Mm. Or was it? What was it? He wrote oh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit four fifty one. Four fi- Fahrenheit four fifty one. Oh yeah, she has to pee. It's pee time for Holly. 
I also have we to also <laughs> the short story about the girl who lives on the alien world, mm. and there's one day of sun, and the kids lock her in the closet. Uh huh. Oh, that geez. story shook yeah, me. Yeah, it's full of different. So basically, the whole thing of the illustrated man is it's this guy who was tattooed by like a witch, and he can't stay in one place for so long around people because if people look at his tattoos, his tattoos literally tell a story. And so each tattoo, like, tells a story or something. There's one where, and it's crazy because of, like, how far back. It was, like, in the age of, like, racism and all yeah. of that stuff. He has one story where, basically, they sent all the people of color to Mars. And Jesus. then everybody, all, all the white people up in here ended up destroying the planet. And so they had to go to Mars. And basically everyone was like, you guys treated us awfully why would we let you live here because they were flourishing and they were having such a great life on mars and everybody was like maybe we should treat them the way they treated us we'll make them slaves we'll lynch them do all of these things and then basically it came up to like they were like yeah you know what fuck them because they're the ones who put us here but then some people were like but if we did that to them would that make us any better than that right and it kind of brought up that whole thing as well and also the possibility you know it was the whole idea of him saying that obviously we're fucking up if we don't treat people the way we want to be treated the cycle will just continue. yeah it'll just continue and i mean if we do things basically if it's like if we live in a society of like eye for an eye are we any better than the person who we're punishing Mm -hmm. you know right and it was just that whole thing there's also one and a lot of it has to do with like technology and different one like i think it was like the first story i think is the one of like this family in this nursery and the technology was so advanced that they had like this screen of like they could change it to whatever they wanted for their nursery and like everything was so like it was like a what, a, what an ai house yeah like a smart house yeah basically but like they didn't really have the words for it or anything like that but the way he described it was basically like an ai house where everything like the walls were paneled to make it like You don't have a mid-talk show dance? Is it even a talk show at that point? No. Is this iCarly? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, iCarly was the shit, though. That was, iCarly was, was amazing. So, yeah. It was great. And Honestly. if Ned's Declassified didn't come out when it did, I would have fucked up in junior high. Whew. Why that can't he was... make a new show just for, like, regular adult life? Because, honestly, Seriously. I'm kind of fucking I mean, up now. Yeah, I need some, like... I need some tips. <laughs> Ned <laughs> has to keep going. Yeah. Where are we got to see the rest of his journey. Where is your life survival Yeah, line? they should just title it, <laughs> Ned's Declassified. Your 20s are depressing? <laughs> tw- We're here. <laughs> We're here. We got you. You know what? He's like, open those windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know what? Make your bed. <laughs> Wake your ass up on a Saturday and go on a hike. Yeah, do things with your friends. (laughs) But yeah, but basically in the thing where the room is like AI and whatnot, in that thing, it comes to life. And they have it like, um, is it Africa themed or something like that? Or like some sort of desert themed and like there's like lions and all this stuff. And the lions come to life and basically they're too terrified to go in to save their children. Damn. And all this stuff because they're like a lie. Basically, so that was the illustrated man. Yeah, that was one of the stories. But there's tons of stories that really like went against all of the different like social norms, just in general, or kind of him. It was very like predictive 
in a way of him being like, if we keep acting the way we are, this is how we're going to end so up. So was it, is it a book where there's an overarching story of this guy who has tattoos and tells uh -huh. stories, and then the stories get told? Yeah. Is that Basically, it, like, has this illustrated man. He comes, I think he sits under a tree, and there's this guy in a park. And it was also, in the like, in the 50s, sort of. So nobody really had, like, hovering tattoos. No. But he was literally, like, over his face, over his head, over his arms, right. everywhere. And this guy comes up to him, and he's like, whoa, how are you? And he was like, I think he bothered him for like a glass of water or something. And he was like, do you have a glass of water? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to stay at my, do you need somewhere to stay? And he was like, I can't stay very long. Everybody kicks me out because they get terrified of the things that my tattoos show them. That's crazy. And then the guy is like, what are you talking about? And then it just kind of goes, and then he just like, it, all the stories. And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to Jesus Christ. It's really good. If you guys, if you guys want to add that one, I'm down. We should add it's that great. to the book. It's list. Yeah, it's great. I'm literally... Because I learned something that, like, recently, especially with the Fault in Our Stars thing, where, like, I'll watch any movie. I mean, not, excuse me, I'll read any book because yeah. you really never know what it's going to be about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's like, yeah, like, books Don't and movies. judge a little... book by its cover. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Like, yeah. you look at coverage and you're like, this book looks dumb. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's, like, I absolutely amazing. Do that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite book or books? Can I choose a play? Because Absolutely. that changes everything. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to do my top three. Yes. Learn after Holly. <laughs> so my probably my favorite is Under Construction, which... <laughs> which is basically a play made up of unconnected scenes that range from like, so there's, okay, it's this classic symphony piece mm -hmm. that this amazing director came up with. All of the musicians go to play this five minute piece and then none of them make a sound. And so the piece is just the sounds that the audience make. Oh, wow. And I actually did this play in high school. And it was amazing because the audience feels more and more uncomfortable with the silence. Yeah. And so they grow louder and louder just to accommodate it. And it's not even like a conscious, I'm going to be loud because this yeah. is uncomfortable. It's it's amazing and that's just one scene of this play and the thing about under construction is it wasn't ever finished and it's never meant to be finished oh. so every time a troupe performs it they add more scenes and take away scenes oh, and wow. so the play is always under so construction that's it's amazing that is it's amazing amazing and there's still like a skeleton work of it with just scenes that you're gonna see are influential right. and they're needed, but it's but to know that you could go see it over and over and over and you're probably gonna have a different experience every time, every single time, and it's it's like a living piece mm -hmm. of art, and that's what's beautiful about it. I love that the five um, minutes of silence because I've been mm -hmm. in places where like it's just so awkwardly quiet and no one's saying anything, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just really does like. People start making noise. Whistle, yeah. hum, talk to the person they're next to. Anything yeah. to break it up. 
Oh, it's it's an amazing play. But um, my second favorite is also a play. <laughs> I'm a theater nerd. I'll own it. Um, it's Eurydice. And it's about the tale of Orpheus and Eurydice. And it actually kind of puts a twist on it in that Eurydice... I don't know if y'all know the fable, but Orpheus and Eurydice were in love, and he was the best musician on the world, and then she died. And so he goes down into Hades, meets the god Hades, begs for her life. Hades is like, okay, I'll release her if you walk all the way out of Hades and never look behind you. And if you do, she will stay dead forever. And then he gets to the last step, and then he looks back. And the play actually has Eurydice say something because she meets her dead father Ooh. in the underworld. And Jeez. she kind of wants to stay. And it ends very, very sad. But it's an amazing play. God. So good and very tragic. It I have a feeling you will love it. See, and I, I've always, and I know this sounds lame, but, like, I've never been to an actual, real, like, a well-done show. Because... Says that Persephone um, musical that you were... Yeah, you sort ha- of. You've had yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's had me listen to the track before. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> actually, totally different thing. Hey, thank you for the totally 500 bits. different thing. TXJ, I appreciate that. Thank you. Is that Joe? Is that Joe? Yeah. That's Joe. Oh. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Oh. Said he accidentally bought 105 worth of bits. Hey, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's all right. It happens. Yeah. I mean, if it happens again, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> if we make t-shirts, you'll get the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one in Holly's boyfriend. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know us personally. I'm just saying though, t-shirts, we have an Amazon t-shirt account and can make t-shirts like really easily. Just throwing that out there. So it's always <laughs> t-shirt. my dream to wear a t-shirt with my face on it. That, that could be so easily done. You have no idea. Allie, I need like, to show you what shirt I have later. Oh my God. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Actually, I think Amanda still has it. But I can show you a picture of Amanda wearing it. Oh yeah, because she okay. had to borrow it because and I didn't get it back. But I don't think I'm gonna get it back. Now. Yeah, I don't know. What if we all went Inception level where Matt we wear shirts of ourselves wearing shirts of ourselves? Oh my gosh, maybe I we should wear all shirts of each other's. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. like, people are like, oh my gosh, is that that Keanu Reeves thing? And we're like, no, it's us. <laughs> yeah. No, isn't what is it? Who is it? Jimmy Fallon and like the other actor that like. They had like a picture of their mug, like uh, of like their holding mugs. their mug with their face on it, and so they got a tea, like a mug made uh, with like Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling and uh, the kid from Home Alone, but he's an oh, adult now. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Yes, yeah. I think it's I think oh, it's them. Where they like yeah, do a back and forth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's them. Yeah. I think so, but it's pretty funny. My favorite was the. I, th- I can't remember who it was, but the one guy, w- it was a celebrity, he wore a shirt out of, I think, 
it may have been the Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Daniel Radcliffe bought a shirt of the paparazzi picture of him wearing Daniel Radcliffe's shirt. Yeah. So he wore that out, and then the paparazzi took a picture of that. So the other guy <laughs> took, made a picture of all of it. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It'd be easy-ish to do using a green screen. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Toasted says... We can take a picture of all of us. At like a, iron we should go to like a JCPenney like and like I'll take a picture so we can just... Why JCPenney specifically? Because have they you have never had family portraits of JCPenney? Yeah. You both hope? Mine okay. was at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were at JCPenney and at Target. <laughs> uh, the two elites. The two elites. The two elites. No. No, guys. <laughs> Red Walmart. No, That's that is that. incorrect. Walmart Alley. is the one that has been <laughs> yeah. like you know they've branded it like Pajama Central. You know Walmart? Pajama and butt cracks and flip flops and flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think everybody has worn flip flops to Walmart. Atlantis by Brandon Sanderson is an epic fantasy novel that was my personal favorite since I read it last but summer. Ooh, but it's a close runner up. One day in the life by. So you have a top three plays, right? So what's third? You gave us two. What's your third one? The third. Okay. Asa. 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 Your top three? What's the I'm third? I'm going to say the third. Since we're running in the vein of tragedy. The tragedy. I'm going to go <laughs> Medea. All right. Have you guys ever seen... Did you guys read the book in high school? Which one? No, Medea. Medea. Yeah. So it's. Why? So did you go to? She went to spa. Salt well Lake then. School for the performing arts. So obviously, well, that's why. Drama <laughs> <or wine. laughs> so but, obviously. Yeah. Um. So, and there's no way. I'm just gonna spoil the end for you. How dare you? Because there's fine. no way to read this book without going in knowing the end. Like you could. But that's yeah, kind of what it. makes the book. You're is that an Odysseus thing? No, I said, but you wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that a woman thing? <laughs> Excuse me? Um, kind of. It deals with Jason and the Golden Fleece. So, Jason, okay. to get the Golden Fleece, he asks for Medea's help. And she says, okay, but you have to marry me. And so Medea is kind of like the epilogue to that. Yeah, it is. Um, is that one? So is that one? <laughs> Medea is in love with Jason, and yeah, and, uh, he does not love her back, and he oh. wants to marry a princess, and they have kids together. And the whole play is kind of about the conflict between them, and she ends up killing the princess and her father, the king. And then in the end, as a final act of revenge against Jason, she takes away everything that she's given him that she can take away, so she slaughters her own children. And then rides away on a dragon. Oh, okay, this sounds yeah. from th- th- right. that sounds like something I'm gonna really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like, oh no, hell yeah, ride away on that dragon, slaughter your children. You <laughs> pop off and you take off in style. Like, that's the way to do pop it. Off. Did they get married? Then, <laughs> Slavic's man who gets the golden fleece to someone else. 
Yes. Tyler I Perry. So. Tyler, Tyler Perry is in every great old fable. Right. Facts. 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 MF facts. Has anyone went and seen Book of Mormon? Because I want to know if that's really good. I have my, my um friend's best my mom my best friend's mom <laughs> went and saw it and she told me that it was like amazing. Tragically, I won tickets to it from what? 101 or something like that. You didn't go? No. You didn't go? No <laughs> one wanted to go with me. You know what? Why did you Why post didn't it? Go any alone? Alone? This was like I mean, this would have been when it was first appearing here in Salt Lake. Oh, my so, God. You just go alone. I sold the tickets. Mom. I wanted okay, to go I wanted to go really bad. Like, I've been wanting to see it, but I thought, I don't know, two years ago, I wasn't like, if I go alone, that's going to be weird, isn't it? No. Fuck the haters. No, you go by weird. yourself. I would go by myself now, for sure. But before you... You know, you doubted it. Little West was like, Dude, I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. There's gonna, gonna be one seat here. They're gonna be like, oh, look at that loser. He's They're gonna here. go up alone. Yeah. But now, no, I definitely would go. You had an excuse to wear a bow tie, and you missed it. <laughs> I got a little Game of Thrones bow tie too. <laughs> it would have gone great. Classy. <laughs> you missed an opportunity there. No, I fucking, really I did. dropped the ball hard. You dropped the ball yeah. hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, I've only heard great things about it, except. From well, my mom is really religious, and she has a friend that she works with who also she's awesome, but she's not in the same religion as my mom. My mom's super super Mormon, and then she's Jewish, and but they like you know, they they all hold similar values, you know, and like basically, um, her friend went to go see it, and she's like, oh, because you know she doesn't book of mormon she's like oh that's not something in my faith so i don't really care but apparently she told my mom that even she was offended by it or something like that oh and i was like "Ah." but also i'm like that might just be the older generation that just i mean people say we're offended by things yeah (laughs) but i would i would say though that if you weren't raised here and you're not Mm -hmm. currently if you're not mormon currently Mm -hmm. anyways Mm -hmm. if you were raised lds you kind of have this like uh I don't want to say that you think it's extra ridiculous, and I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying but that if you were raised that way and you're not Mormon anymore, then, like, you might be less offended. You might be like, yeah, that's right. Because you grew up that way and you're like, eh. <laughs> But if you weren't raised this way, if you weren't raised LDS and you're not, and you are currently still not LDS, <laughs> I'll sell it to you. <laughs> we'll make a Patreon. <laughs> Please we'll buy our bath water. <laughs> we sell it in vials. You can wear it around your neck. Little little vials and also mason jars. I'll be flask. Costco value packs. <laughs> You can get all of our bath waters mixed into one, or you can get individual ones, like a little collection. Or we'll just all take a bath together, and it'll be fine. Right. <laughs> you know, people would really have a good time over that. Yeah, and people don't want to take five different baths. I'm thinking of the water supply. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know what? Right. Maybe we're in a drought. Who knows? Maybe. We're definitely For like $24.99 Venmo, let's go. What's your Venmo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, if you really want me to... Well, Joe is upset. <laughs> Please. I'm trying to be a businesswoman here. What's your <laughs> trying to bring home the Joe. bacon. <laughs> you need to support your woman anyway. You know what? <laughs> if she needs to send some bath water to someone, that's all right. 
I mean, will you give us extra money if we like use like a lush bath bomb? <laughs> that is the <laughs> real money on it. That's, that's you know because that's where you get the nice shit. <laughs> yeah. That's where. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing Holly. I'm sorry. <coughs> oh. I got yes. you. Would you sell someone your bathwater? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sell him your bathwater. Yeah, for sure. I got. Yes, what you want? We will sell him. <laughs> we will sell. Yeah. We'll be the. You'll go through us to get his. Mm-hmm. He's our exclusive. Yeah, I, I cost more money. He costs poker. Little, he's like the premium. I bump that price up a little bit. Yeah, it's gonna be a little like more than twenty four ninety nine. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. That's pretty fun. I forgot that it existed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That was great. $100. I'm dropping a sub on the leave y'all some. Oh, dope. Oh, what's good? What's good? What's good? Yeah, TP Poker's a regular. He's a good guy. He's a good old prankster. <laughs> he's, he's a good old prankster. You know, he's a little prank guy. <laughs> we love ourselves some good old pranks. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on joking. The more jokes, the more good times. So what's the difference, since you're a drama, drama, Mm. drama nerd, what's the difference between an opera and a drama? So, a musical, okay, so there's a play which has minimal to no singing in it. It's purely voice acting. And then there's a musical. Thank you for the sub. Um, which has (laughs) acting and then musical interludes in it. Okay. So, Hairspray. Hairspray. Yeah. Hairspray is a musical. An opera is all singing. There is no talking. It's all Every dialogue is... Okay. Oh. Would, um, uh, why can't I remember the name? What is the... Oh my gosh, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd. Is that technically an opera? opera? Yes. Okay. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most famous <laughs> opera. And it's the easiest opera to get people into drama. Because show all of the, like, grungy, angsty, millennial Sweeney Todd. Oh, they're into and it. And they Yeah, they're like, oh, this is and it. And then... Yeah. You can, like, slowly dip their toes in more and more. And, because I've always wanted to go to an opera. I, I don't even know where they put on operas. I think the new Centerville place does. <laughs> you just see Allie go. There, Capital Theater. So, yes. There's a lot of, there used to be opera houses. Yeah. In the good old times. <laughs> um, good old times. I'm joking. Those times sucked for women. But there's yeah. most theaters, some theaters, <laughs> yeah. on operas. Um, it also symphonies usually do a lot of opera work because that's the easiest way to get work. Right. I'm sure it's tough in today's day and age because. You think they're still all selling out besides, like, whatever's popular? No. You go to an opera, and there are, like... 30 people. 50 <laughs> people, maybe, in the audience besides Because what's you. popular now? Book of Mormon's it? still selling out. The one in... Um, what's the popular one with the, the all-black cast? Oh, the Wiz? No. Hamilton. 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 Hamilton's Is it all black? selling out. 
Um, it's technically not all black. It's, it's just all uh, very, people of color. Yeah, all okay. oh, diversity. Okay. Okay. So like Eliza, she was not black. She was Asian in the oh. original. Oh. Um, there is one white guy, and he plays the most cunty character, <laughs> the King of England. That oh, makes well, sense. That, that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, Gotta be a cunt for the King of England. Exactly. Yeah, you but, gotta be a cunt. Now, did you see man. someone broke the big bar or rule or whatever, and they filmed someone Hamilton? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, no, what no. they filmed, though... <laughs> quality Prime. it was real good i want to go see it but i went and saw it when they came to salt lake um and honestly it was fucking fantastic and honestly <laughs> the most cunty character was my favorite because he literally would just come on and be like <laughs> and then he's like leave like dramatic and i was like i love that man <laughs> i was like i really relate even though he's totally an asshole and like everybody obviously hates him and he's just like a, you know that pompous fool but you're just like god love ya i love ya <laughs> It's my whenever soul. You, yeah, literally, whenever you come on, I'm just like, yes, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Tell you more. You know what? You be mean and you leave. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> obviously, if you stayed longer, I would hate you. <laughs> but yeah, it was great when I saw it. Definitely. Opera night, I guess. Someone's going to have to Opera do it. night. Okay. We can have a <laughs> oh, opera him. book club edition where we go see an opera and then talk about it after. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, we can do that. Game plan. Um, just give a warning right now. Most operas aren't in English, so you gotta read the subtitles. Hey. The opera we, that I went and saw was in Italian, and it was actually a it was a sold out show. And it was really good. We uh could uh watch uh the Repo Man. <gasps> Repo Man, the genetic opera. <laughs> it's in English, <laughs> and it's so and it's good. amazing. Okay, Tell you guys, them. have you ever seen Spy Kids? Yeah. Of course we've seen Spy you Kids, Ellie. You know the older sister? Yeah. So Carmen? she Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> plays the main character in this opera, mm-hmm. and she's so good. Awesome. She's so good. Okay, I'll, I'll play you guys, like, the opening song after this podcast. <laughs> it's so good. But it's... Everything a punk who's into opera could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> like it's oh, and it's, it's like so gory good. too. It's gory. It's very well. gory. So it's about the Repo Man. So in this dystopian society, everyone wants organs. That's their main goal. So like Blind Mag, she gets new eyes, and. You have to pay off these organs. And the repo man is the person who comes if you can't pay off Ooh. the organ. And he will rip it from your body. So, like, I think it's the opening song. It's describing the repo man, and then he savagely just, like, rips the heart out of this girl. Damn. It's a gory opera. But it's it's great. Oh, I bet. (laughs) And then there's also this drug that's just sweeping the world. And you can take this and wake up like a year later living a life you don't remember. Being a person you don't remember becoming. 
Jeez. It's just this crazy world, and then there's also this family with all of the siblings fighting for power, and one of them, he's the creepiest, so he wears a human face that's, like, attached to his face. Like, it's not even a mask at this point anymore. I mean, as you do, though, right? Just, like, I mean, you know, you know, you can do Who what doesn't you have a do. human face at their house they wear sometimes? Honestly, Human face. Casual. Yeah, just casual. Uh, let me put on my uh, formal human face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for this opera. <laughs> so I guess if we do an opera book club, we have to sing the whole time. Yes. Damn, I'm gonna have to practice on my singing. Oh, yeah, it's okay. I'm like... awful as well. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me on uh, me on my way to get a new spleen. Y'all mind if I just get a new spleen real quick? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nah, I'm going straight for a liver. Honestly, if you could just get a new liver every time, you just kind of like let me just fuck this up and then yeah, new one. Then we'll switch. Then we'll just do a little switcheroo. <laughs> but obviously, you could only do if it's rich. If you're rich, or else you're going to. <laughs> Respect your elders. Like you can't take a drug and then wake up fifty years in the past. Like at that point, you're at least sixty-five. I think Salty just wants to be out on his front yard yelling at kids to get Get off of it. Get off my all the time that is his like life goal is to sit on his porch and wait for kids to touch a blade of grass <laughs> that so, sounds pretty great he's like i'm not above calling a kid a cunt i'm not <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i love that i see amazing. it happening i can't stop it yeah no i can he's, see him being he's becoming angry. like that every day he's becoming more and more like jason that is a fact. Literally. Yeah, no. More like in the podcast. His dad loves kids, though, not. So. so a little not like. Yeah. A little like that. The highlight of Jason's life is teaching little kids swear words. Honestly, it's great. My boyfriend has straight up like, leaned out of his window and yelled at kids not to touch his lawn. <laughs> like, he's already in that state. He's there. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Well, should we call it for this one? Yeah, I yeah, think, I think so. so. Two hours. Goes by quick. It does go by really quick. Real quick. So, should we do a group high five? Group high five. Yeah, I don't know if it'll see it because it'll all disappear oh, okay. in here. <laughs> so, oh, wait. Oh, okay, okay no. never mind. Oh, uh, no. This yeah. way. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. One, oh, wait. Two, two, three. Read <laughs> 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 no. between the lines! Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind. 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 Oh, I don't m